Hi everybody, I'm Grace and this is my podcast, The Chronicles of the Teenage Brain. Thank you so much for joining me again for another episode and I am so excited to be here. Um, I hope you all had an amazing Christmas, you know, holiday, whatever you celebrated. I hope you had an amazing time with family, friends, enjoyed the food, the laughter, and I hope you're having a good winter break. I'm sad that it's almost over, but, you know, we still have a couple more days over break so far. What have I done? Um, I saw the new Spider-Man movie a couple days ago, two days ago, I saw the new Spider-Man movie, and it was literally probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. I did cry, like, the whole time, though. I am a big Andrew Garfield. He's my favorite Spider-Man, but I saw that over break. I have gotten together with friends. My mom and I had a little girls' night. We went to Barnes & Noble, spent, like, $90 on books. <laughs> um, We went to Trader Joe's Cheesecake Factory, so we've been trying to make the most of it while being COVID-safe, obviously, because numbers have gone up a lot. And, you know, just remember to be safe, but I hope everyone's having a good break. I cannot believe that 2021 is almost over. Good riddance, but also, like, time really does fly. And, you know, when you're at, like, your lowest moment, it feels like time goes by so slow, but in reality, it doesn't. It just goes by so fast. I, 2021, I hate it. It was probably one of the worst years of my life ever. So many people are on social media posting like TikToks and Instagram posts and whatnot of like memories and pictures and videos from my 2021. And don't get me wrong, like I've had some really fun times over the year with friends and family. Like I created a podcast, like who the hell would have predicted that? Like if you told me five months ago that I would be sitting here in front of a microphone talking to you guys, I probably wouldn't believe you. But um, this year was rough for me. It was really rough. And I'm going to tell you why, because <laughs> that only makes sense. So last year, flashback to last year, it was 2020, New Year's Eve, and I was with my friends and we were counting down, counting down from 10, you know, waiting for the new year to come. And I was so excited. I had set really, really unrealistic goals for myself. I was like, this year's going to be perfect and I'm going to work out every single day and I'm going to be, like, the healthiest version of me, like, no more toxic people, like, oh, I'm just going to be great, like, I'm awesome. Well, kind of, not really. Um, I did accomplish some great things. I, you know, my mom and I got gym memberships, and I was going to the gym, like, that was fun. Um, you know, stuff like that, like, I was in sports and stuff, but after New Year's, things went downhill fast. I was severely depressed I was so I was so anxious school was like my nightmare like getting up from school I would be shaky and nervous I couldn't eat anything like I would just be so freaked out to go to school I was just so anxious all the time and I was like oh I don't need help like I'm just like you know I just kind of deflected my feelings just because they weren't quote-unquote that bad as other people that I know or like, you know, I have never, you know, I've never really struggled severely with mental health in the past. So why would I be now? Like, I don't need help. Like, my life is perfect. Like, I've got a great family, stuff like that. Like, I'm fine. Like, brush it off. 
well, no, I was really depressed. I was in kind of like a black hole and I couldn't find my way out of it because I kept deflecting and pushing away my own feelings and making them like I was invalidating my own feelings, basically. Oh, and then here came February next month. February, I actually have, I've said this so many times, I want to talk about reaching rock bottom. That's an episode I have completely planned separately, which I will get into more. Um, I reached rock bottom in February. February was probably one of the worst months ever. No, it, it was the worst month ever. It was terrible. February was awful. I remember February break being the worst week ever. I was so, so, so depressed. And I just hated everything about myself. I just hated everything that was going on. I was so angry with myself for feeling the way that I did. Also, I was feeling filling my eyebrows in like really too much. Ugh. Looking back at my eyebrows. Oh, my God. Not the point of the story here. But I was just... February was just such like a dark cloud like it just covered me like a thick blanket that I couldn't escape it was just so so terrible and February was when I realized like I am depressed and I told my mom we went to the doctors I hopped on some medication antidepressants and I started getting therapy with Tina and you know I wish I could say things got perfectly better after then. It didn't. At the time, I didn't know that progress isn't, you know, it's not linear. And I just thought that, oh, it's just going to be straight uphill. Like, everything's going to be great. Like, no bumps in the road. I have what I have. Like, I have my meds, my therapist. Like, everything is great now. Like, here we go. Well, no. You know, I had so many ups and downs, so many mental breakdowns and stuff. I hit rock bottom again for the second time in June. It was like the week after school ended and I literally don't know why I just hit rock bottom. I was so, so depressed and I didn't understand why because I was so happy that it was finally summer. You know, I already had a couple plans. You know, I was going to go to the beach with my friends and, you know, get tan and stuff like that. But I reached rock bottom and 2021 was kind of when I came to terms with the fact that I am struggling and, you know, still do to this day with mental health, whether that be anxiety, depression, OCD, whatnot. I finally realized that, hey, like, you know, my mental health is not good. And I really, really struggled with it. And, you know, looking back now, like, I wish it didn't happen. Like, I would never wish mental health issues on anyone. But, it did happen to me, but looking back now, I am very proud of myself for where I am today. Like, don't get me wrong, like, a couple days ago, I had a mental breakdown. Like, you know, like, I'm not perfect now, but at the same time, I'm just so proud of how far I've come. Like, I have survived all of my bad days. Like, think about that. If you are sitting here right now, regardless of what you've gone through over the past year, who you've lost, you know, what you've done, how you've changed... If you're sitting here listening to me right now, you have survived 100% of all of your bad days. And that makes you one of the strongest fucking people on this planet. Sorry, freaking people on this planet. Like, it does. And you should really give yourself some credit for that. And I know you're, you know, listening. You're probably like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, she's just saying that to be cliche. 
but I'm seriously not. Like, right now, I wish I could go back and hug myself, my February, January, June self, and, you know, be like, hey, like, I know that you pretty much struggled this whole year, but you're here now, and there are so many more struggles to come, and there are so many more breakdowns to have, but you're also going to grow, and you're going to change, and you're just going to, like, grow into this beautiful butterfly. Like, I saw this... (laughs) Okay, that was a little cliche. Um, But I saw this quote, and it was like, I don't remember exactly how it was worded or who even said it. I know I suck for that. But it was like, you know, you may, like, hate the person you used to be. Like, you may look back at yourself and be like, ugh, like, she's so cringy. Ew, like, Grace, you filled your eyebrows in so much. And, like, ugh, I was so depressed but couldn't get help. Like, what was wrong with me? But, like, you wouldn't be the person you are today without that past self. So for that, I thank myself. Because, one, it shows how much I've grown. And, two, it shows how strong I am and how I was able to persevere regardless of how dark times have gotten. So, for that, I'm very thankful. Moving on to that, it is a new year, a new start. And with that, because I just said that, I hate myself because... Ugh, I hate when people say that. New year, new me. Like, no. Like, stop. I hate New Year's. If I'm being completely honest, I hate it. I don't really like celebrating New Year's Eve. Like, I just don't. I mean, obviously, I like getting together with friends and family and playing board games. But, like, I don't like celebrating it. I don't like talking about it. I just, I hate New Year's. And a lot of people disagree with me. A lot of people think it's fun and, like, kind of a time to set goals for themselves I think it's stupid. I think it's so, so, so stupid. And I'm going to tell you why. I just, ugh, I, it's so unrealistic. Like, I don't understand why on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day is a time where you decide that you are going to change your life. You know, get healthy habits, maybe start reading more, get, go get therapy, Start exercising more. Like, why does it have to be on New Year's Day? You can make those goals to work on yourself any other time of the year. I don't understand why we put all of this pressure on ourselves and set these unrealistic goals on New Year's. If you want to, you know, change the way you're eating, maybe you're like eating Lay's potato chips and then a whole, you know, sheet cake for lunch and you're like, hey, maybe I want to start eating oatmeal and fruit and maybe work or maybe working on eating more and setting you know goals for myself and having a healthy diet why are you gonna wait until new year's to do that can't you start in december or november like i don't understand why we have to wait so many times i've caught myself saying this too like oh yeah i'll go to the gym after new year's like why why though like why do i have to wait until new year's it's so so stupid and i think with all of these you know goals and this pressure that New Year's has on us, it's so stressful. And it's so easy to just beat yourself up and kind of like be a bully to yourself if you don't complete your goals. Like it's so unrealistic to like unrealistic to stay, say, oh my gosh, can't talk, to say that you're going to go to the gym this new year in 2022. I'm going to go to the gym every single day. Like, that's great that you want to be physical, but that's so unrealistic. 
Like, what happens to the days where you have a head cold? Are you going to go to the gym if you have a fever? Like, we got to be, you know, flexible. Be realistic here. Maybe set a goal like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym every Wednesday and Saturday. All right, two days a week. And maybe if you're finding that a little too easy, then maybe amp it up to three or four days a week. I just think that setting these unrealistic goals aren't doing us any favors. Like, yeah, maybe the week after New Year's you're doing it and you're completing your goals and you're going to the gym every day. And then once you stop or you miss a day, you're going to beat yourself up over it. Oh my gosh, I'm so lazy. I hate myself. I don't know why I can't stick to anything. And it's not your fault. It's because you set an unrealistic goal for yourself. I think something that we all need to work on this New Year's if you were the, t- I mean, I don't really try and set goals for myself. I don't like being held under that pressure. I just try and grow and learn from my mistakes and learn who I am kind of like each day of the year. Like I, you know, I don't like to throw all these, you know, goals and hopes and dreams right on top of myself on New Year's. But if you are the type of person who likes to set goals for themselves, make sure they're realistic. Because it doesn't make sense to pressure yourself and stress yourself out over something that's in your control. You know, like there's no need to beat yourself up over not doing something. And I know how easy it is to pressure yourself. You know, like scrolling on social media and seeing like the quote unquote it girls routine in their day to day life. First of all, that's fake. It's F-A-K-E. Fake. It's not real. Just because someone has a quote-unquote productive and perfect day and they decided to film it and post it doesn't mean that every single one of their days is productive and perfect. Let me tell you, that's so unrealistic. And, you know, it's so easy to be pressured and, you know, told that your lifestyle needs to look a certain way because, you know, this perfect girl on TikTok did, you know, she woke up at 6 a.m., ate a beautiful acai bowl and then she went to her designer chanel room and put on a full lemon workout set and drove her bends to the gym and worked out and you're sitting there to yourself like why isn't this me you know why can't i do this and that's great to want to you know be healthier but this half the stuff you see on social media isn't real so it doesn't make any sense to set unrealistic goals based on the false narrative you see online because it's not helping you. It's damaging you more than you know. With that being said, I think my only goal this year is to find balance. I mean, I have more goals that I'll talk about later. But I think the most important thing that we could all work on is finding balance. And this can go for so many different examples. Um, like we were just, you know, I w- I've been using working out as an example. I don't know. It's just like the first thing that popped into my mind. That's like the typical New Year resolution, but balance with working out. You know, maybe some days you go to the gym. The other days, you're, if your body tells you, hey, I need to sit on the couch and binge watch the Vampire Diaries, I don't really feel like going to the gym today and sit on the couch and watch the Vampire Diaries. You know what I mean? Like not every day you need to be going to the gym. And that's called finding balance. You know, listening to your body. This can go with food too, you know, maybe you're on a diet and you've been eating really healthy, but one day your body's like, man, I'm really, really craving cupcakes. 
and in your brain you're like no no you've been doing so good like you're gonna ruin everything and then the goal's over like no I think it's so important to find a balance that's what I do I you know yeah sure I eat pretty healthy like I eat my proteins my grains and I like salad and green beans and like certain vegetables but don't get me wrong if someone hands me a slice of cake I'm eating it I try and find the balance because at the end of the day and at the end of the year why do that to yourself why make yourself unhappy like it's okay to find balance obviously like given yes it's important to eat healthy and you know, like, cleanse your body and be good to yourself, but at the same time, find balance. Like, if you want to go party with your friends and take a shot of tequila, yeah, totally do that. I'm not saying, if you are not 21, don't listen to that. There actually are some older people who listen to my podcast, so that might be helpful, but for a 15-year-old like me, I don't recommend taking a shot of tequila. Um, But, like, if you're at a party and, you know, you ate ahead of time, you had a salad, and you're like, okay, like, you know, that's what I do sometimes. I'm lactose intolerant. In most parties, they serve pizza. So I kind of got to, like, plan accordingly. But if there are cupcakes and you're like, I really want one, but, like, I'm keto, like, like, eat the cupcake. Because if you pressure yourself so much into doing one thing, such as eating perfectly healthy and working out every single day, no junk food, no relaxation, your body is going to collapse and your body is going to retaliate against you because you're human. You need rest. You need, some days you just need to let go and watch your favorite Netflix movie. Some days you need to indulge in those foods that you really want. It's so important to find balance. Now, this can also go for school, too. Don't get me wrong, having great grades and being a good student is so important and can really help you in the long run. And please don't think that I'm trying to tell you not to be a good student. That is not what I'm trying to get, like, trying to tell you. What I am trying to say is that it is okay to take breaks if you need them. Trust me, it is okay. There are some days where I work day in and day out doing these projects and assignments and I'm exhausted and I'm tired and my body just says, I need to stop, put the books down, relax. And that's okay. That's called finding balance. Now, if you're slacking off every day because your body's telling you to and every single day you're not doing any of your schoolwork and blah, 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 that might be a different story. But if you are a typically pretty productive person who tries their best in school, it's okay to take a break. And I know it's so hard to take breaks from these things, such as eating healthy and working out and, you know, doing good in school because, yeah, it makes us feel good. Like, trust me, when I walk out of the gym, I feel like a million bucks, but sometimes it's okay to not do certain things like that. And that is why it's so important to set realistic goals because you'll be able to be more productive. You know, maybe going to the gym twice a week is what works for you. Instead of forcing yourself to do it every day where you're kind of miserable and sore and unhappy. Like, don't do things that are going to pressure you to the point where you can't even complete the goal because there's no point in setting it then. I think my motto this year... I'm going to not set any expectations. That way I can exceed them. And for me, that means like without the pressure, I'm going to be more willingly to do something that'll be good for me and benefit me. 
you know, I just went on a whole tangent about saying, like, if you put so much pressure on yourself and, like, I, if you set all these goals for yourself to work out every day, I feel like you're going to not want to do that because the goals are kind of forcing and telling you to and you're not really going to feel happy while doing it. I think that if you don't set any goals really or, like, force yourself into something, I think you're going to be more willing to do it. Like, you might wake up one morning and be like, hey, maybe today will be a good day to go to the gym or go for a run. Or the opposite, I think maybe today I should stay in, meditate, read, you know, chillax. Like, I just think that it'll help you find balance. I feel like with the stigma around New Year's and all of this pressure to set goals and have really high expectations for yourself for the New Year's, you're going to be less productive and you're going to be kind of miserable and beat yourself up about certain things. For me, I think the most, for me and honestly for anybody, I think the most important goal you can possibly set or like the most important thing you could work on throughout the years is self-care. And I'm going to explain a little more on that because when I, I guess this is for me, but I don't know if it's for you too. Let me know. But when I think of self-care, I immediately think of face masks and candles and stuff like that which that can be a great method of self-care. I know for me, every Sunday, I, I call it Sunday Shave Day. I exfoliate, I do a hair mask, a face mask, light a candle. It's kind of like a weekly reset for me, like a little recharge. And that's a form of self-care for me. Now, I don't do a face mask every day. Like, I don't have time for that, but that's something that I do. But self-care isn't always about doing face masks and spa days. It can come in so many other forms. It's For me, it's been really hard over the years to say no to doing certain things. Like, say I was invited to a birthday party and a lot of my friends were going and I was forcing myself to go because, you know, I didn't want to look antisocial or stuff. And at the time, I was in a really bad mental spot. Actually, this happened last year. I wasn't able to say no, whereas... For me, if I was in a really bad place and was invited to a big gathering that I maybe wasn't ready for, an act of self-care would be for me to say, hey, like, I'm not going to be able to make it to this party. Thank you so much for inviting me. Staying home and doing something that'll benefit me, whether that's watching a movie, reading, or going to bed. So it's even like, self-care is even like speaking up for yourself. Yeah, it can also mean taking a break from schoolwork, going for a walk like things like that, it's okay to put yourself first sometimes. For me, when I am, you know, feeling stressed, like when I'm down in the dumps, like really down in the dumps, the last thing I want to do is journal and read. But if I am trying to find good healthy habits for myself, I have really been getting into reading. I like to exercise to kind of, you know, get my anger, channel my emotions through physical activity. I love to watch movies. I've actually, someone just told me that watching movies doesn't help you and like only distracts you from your problems, blah, blah, blah. That is such a debatable thing. But for me, I love watching movies. It's a great way for me to kind of escape and just relax. So watch, if, you know, watching a movie makes you feel good, I would call that a form of self-care. Many other, many others think differently, but whatever. I've been really forcing myself to journal for Christmas. Actually, I got some like new pens and stuff for my friend 
And that has been kind of encouraging me and motivating me to journal now that I have like fancy pens. So if you are the type of person who wants to journal, but you keep going on TikTok instead, trust me, that is me. Go out and buy yourself some fancy pens from Dollar General or Target. Like, trust me, it sounds super dumb, but I'm telling you, it really helps. Um, Another thing, this is really weird, but I love going on Pinterest. Pinterest isn't like social media to me. Pinterest is kind of like my outlet where I can be creative. I have so many boards, like I love it. And it's kind of like a time where I can, you know, be on my phone yet kind of be almost productive and look at things that inspire me and just learn from other people's ideas. I think that's really cool. If you are the type of person who likes to paint or draw or do anything artsy, then totally do that. Another form of self-care for me is fashion. Fashion is a really fun outlet for me. Now, trust me, some school days I wear sweatpants and a hoodie and that trust me that is like not fashionable at all. But sometimes I like to play around with my closet and build clothes. I even like to go shopping sometimes, which can be helpful and self-carry if you're doing it in a responsible way. Sometimes I have a hard time saving money and <laughs> go on a shopping spree, which can be good and bad. So, you know, be responsible with that. But Sometimes I like to buy, like maybe go to the thrift store or like the vintage flea market. I love that place and buy ugly pieces of clothing. And I challenge myself to make them look good. I actually ordered this really kind of uglyish shirt from Brandy Melville. Some might view it as ugly. It's kind of out of my comfort zone. And my goal with it is to try and create a really cool outfit. I'm actually waiting for my Doc Martens. I asked for Doc Martin loafers for Christmas and I I didn't get them. I am, but they are sold out everywhere. So once they come back, I'm ordering those too. And I like to play around with new pieces and kind of go out of my comfort zone. And I think that would be a form of self-care for me. It's kind of a way for me to be artistic with my looks and my style. And it's a lot of fun. Another form of self-care is talking and venting. This is something that I like to do on my podcast. Like, this is self-care for me right now, sitting here and talking to you guys, but not everyone has a podcast, so maybe call a friend and have a discussion with them. Or, you know, if you are in therapy, talk to your therapist, like, talk to your family. Like, certain things like that can be really helpful. And, you know, of course, if showering and getting your bubble bath on is helps you a lot, then definitely do that. Baking is another great self-care outlet. Sleeping is also another one. Like obviously don't sleep away your problems, but sometimes you need that extra rest. And sometimes if I take a little extra nap or something when my body's telling me to, then I feel recharged and ready to go. So I think that's one of the most important goals you can set. If you're sitting thinking to yourself, well, I don't really have any goals this year. Like I don't really know where to begin with goals and I kind of want to set some for myself. Something that I would say is maybe work on self-care because you can only benefit from that. You know, play around and discover what works for you. Trust me, I, for the longest time, I tried to paint and do like artsy things. I would get canvases out and paint because that's a really good form of self-care. And I really tried, but it was so frustrating to me. I'm just not really artsy in that like department. 
And I would get really angry and frustrated with art. And I kind of came to terms with like, well, maybe that's a self-care practice that my friend does, but it doesn't work for me. So kind of play around with certain things like that. Um, I've talked to friends who have tried meditating and they're like, I absolutely hate it. It's the worst. And it doesn't work for them, but it might work for you. So kind of play around and see how your body responds. I think the most important thing with self-care is listen to what your body needs. If your body needs to take a shower and condition up and, you know, like just go to town and scrub that hair in your roots, then do that. If your body says, hey, I don't really feel like going to the gym today, even though that's a great outlet for me, I kind of need something more low-key, maybe stay home and read. That is something else. This is so weird, but I also like to pick comfort places to go to. If I am kind of in a bad place or I kind of need to escape or go to a more productive place to do schoolwork or just kind of take my mind off of things, some of them for me are Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's. It's my favorite grocery store. I will go there when I'm down in the dumps. My mom and I will go and I'll go on a shopping spree there. Love it. And it's actually very... um cost effective. If you've never been, I highly recommend. Their croissants are amazing. (laughs) Um, Barnes and Noble is another place that I love to go. I have been really getting into reading and I will kind of talk more about that in this episode. And Starbucks is another great place. Like if you need to do schoolwork and kind of get out of the house or get out of the school, like go to Starbucks and sit down and kind of relax and, you know, recharge. Now, I'm not saying leave school in the middle of the day to go to Starbucks, but you get what I mean. (laughs) After school, you can go. So picking the right places, finding the right people, and finding the right hobbies that work for you are a form of self-care, in my opinion. Self-care does not have to be putting on a face mask, although that does feel good sometimes. There are so many different things that you can do from fashion to art to shopping in a responsible way, to cooking, to cleaning, to reading. There are so many different self-care methods. And I think that you should play around with them this year and learn how to cope and what works best for you. So if you don't have any goals, that's what I would recommend. That's something that I want to start doing more. I've gotten pretty good at navigating and figuring out what works best for me, but I'm sure there's some more that I could find and do. Anything to get me off TikTok, but who knows? That's still a work in progress. So now I'm going to tell you about some of the goals that I have set for myself, but not really set because I don't like the pressure kind of like, sorry, I don't know if you hear like that noise. I'm fidgeting with my microphone and I I hope it's not making noise. So if you didn't hear anything, ignore it. But if you did, I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyways, um, Some goals that I have set for myself, and by set, I mean I am going to try and work on and not pressure myself. The first one is reading. I've actually been talking about that a lot. This was my goal last year, too. But I'm going to tell you my goal this year, and I'm going to tell you my goal last year, and I'm going to have you kind of guess which one is more realistic. So my goal this year is I would like to read more. And I went to Barnes & Noble, actually, and I got a couple books that I am very excited to read. And I am going to read them whenever I feel like I'm in the mood to read. Typically, this is in the morning when I wake up while I'm waiting for breakfast to be done or when I get out of the shower at night. And I am going to read when I feel like it and when I feel like I could use a little de-stressor. My goal last year 
I want to read every single day for at least 20 minutes. I'm not even exaggerating. That was my goal. So think to yourself which one is more realistic. And I hope you're thinking that this one that I set this year is more realistic. Um, because not every day I want to read. Some people are bookworms. I know my grandma and my mom and some of my friends could possibly read every minute of their life. For me, I can't. I sometimes have a little of a short attention span or I get a little like angsty and need to get up and do something different. So for me, I want to read whenever I feel like it. With the goal I set last year, I was pressuring myself to read every day and not every day I had the time to read. You know, some days I was at school and then came home and did hours of homework or I was kind of sick in bed and the only thing I wanted to do was sleep and I didn't feel like picking up a book. So like some of these, like I was pressuring myself so much and this is another important thing to remember, you need to set realistic goals for yourself. Regardless of whatever TikTok or Instagram or celebrity person is doing and you see them being productive all the time, you're different from them and set goals that work for you. So for me, I want to read whenever I can. I actually read this morning and I read yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. Currently, I'm reading The Song of Achilles. I think that's how you pronounce it. It is so far really good. I haven't finished it yet. So when I do, I will let you know how it is. I also got a book for Christmas from one of my friends. I don't have it around me. Um, I got a book about OCD and anxiety, which I'm so excited to read, and some other psychology mental health books that I'm really interested in. So it's kind of a mix between fiction and, like, nonfiction. Um, and I'm playing around. Like, here's another, like, thing that I'm doing. I'm playing around to see what I'm interested in. Like, my taste in books have evolved like I've gone from reading Junie B. Jones to books about mental health so it's definitely like evolving and you will see yourself grow over the year um another thing for me is practicing self-care like I said before you know finding what works for me and stuff and growing and whatnot another goal that I have set for myself kind of connects with it is just focusing on myself this year I think for the longest time I've put myself in competitions with other people whether that comes to school and fashion and whatnot like I would have an outfit at school that day and I'd see someone else and I'd be like oh like their outfit is better than mine like great and that's so stupid because at the end of the day like in 80 years it's not gonna matter when we're like like when we're like super old and stuff like that's not what you're gonna be thinking about So, like, I want to do what makes me happy and not worry about what others think. And trust me, that probably won't be accomplished all this year. That is something that is a work in progress and I will probably be dealing with for a very long time. I can't tell you when, but hopefully I'll I'll know. Hopefully I'll be pretty independent when I'm, like, 20. (laughs) Anyways. And another thing is my style and fashion. Fashion is probably one of my favorite outlets. Now, trust me, I am no... Kendall Jenner or Gigi Hadid. I am a 15-year-old who is balling on a budget here. Trust me, I wish I could go out and buy some vintage Chanel pieces, but I can't because, you know, I don't have that much money, obviously. Um, But wearing things that make me feel good and expressing myself through my clothes is another goal I have. And I actually started working on that last year, and I'm excited to see how that grows and how it continues. 
My mom and I also want to get back to the gym, but I am not setting a goal for that whatsoever. That is something that I, like I said before, said no expectations so you will exceed them type of thing. Last year, I set the goal to work out every day and I did that for like a month. And then I kind of stopped and I like beat myself up about it. I haven't been to the gym in like three months, actually. And I'm not going to put pressure on myself to go every single day. We'll see how I feel. Like some days I come home from school and I'm exhausted and I am not going to force myself to go. So we'll see how that goes, too. But, you know, physical activity is something that is super important. And I'm not trying to like say it's not when it it is, but I'm not going to pressure myself. So. For that reason, I am not setting any goals whatsoever. Same with like the whole eating healthy thing. I am a, I am a queen about balance and intuitive eating. Sometimes I want cheesecake for breakfast. Like I'm not going to put strict rules and strict goals on myself saying that I can't do certain things. So those are the most, I guess those are my goals this year. Those are the most important ones that I can kind of come up with right now. I think the most important thing is self-care and it's important to know what self-care means to you. I wish I could tell you what self-care means and like give you a strict like definition and stuff, but everyone is different. Some might practice self-care different than others. So don't compare yourself either. Like if your friend is all into yoga and meditating and you don't find that helpful for yourself, that's totally okay. Maybe you like to go to Trader Joe's instead. (laughs) I know I do. Um, So yeah, reading a little bit more each day. I'm excited to see. I feel like with not setting all these goals and pressuring them, like pressuring yourself, I feel like each day it's going to kind of, you're going to kind of increase. Like maybe each day I'll start to read a little bit more and more. I'm already noticing that right now, actually. This morning I read two chapters and normally I read one and I like tend to count the pages to see how many more like pages I have to read until the chapter's done. And I've kind of stopped doing that now. Because I'm learning the importance of reading and not reading because I'm supposed to and it's good for my brain doing it for self-enjoyment. So things like that you're going to hopefully start to notice. And I know how scary it is going into a new year. Some people really like it and they kind of view it as a fresh start. For me, it's honestly terrifying. I don't know why it's not really that big of a deal. Some people it is. I don't know. It's just so weird. Like, I don't know. I feel like when you think of a new year, you tend to think of, I tend to think of the negatives. I actually talked to my therapist about this. You know, like this might be a new year and a new chance for bad things to happen. And, you know, yeah, sure. Life is not full of rainbows and stuff, but there can also be many positives that come out of a year. You're going to grow so much. You might deal with grief over the next year you might deal with many accomplishments though like there are so many positives to the negatives and don't go through the year thinking like oh what's next what's going to be next what's the next negative thing that's going to impact me that's what I did last year especially with struggling with mental health like yeah that's like a new year is a new chance for negatives but it's also a new chance for positives too And, you know, just remember that you have a support system and you have people that care about you and you're going to be okay. You're going to be just fine this year. And I know it's so easy for me to tell you that. And it's like making me anxious thinking about it. But try and take a deep breath and realize, you know, every I totally believe that everything happens for a reason. 
some people think I'm so stupid for believing that and like think it's cheesy and cliche, but honestly, I believe that everything happens for a reason. So you're going to be okay. You're going to face challenges and hardships, but you're also going to face so many beautiful things and you're going to grow into a beautiful person. And I have full confidence in that. And also take the time to reflect on how you've grown over the year. I know I have grown so much. I have changed so drastically and I'm so thankful for that. And I'm so thankful for where I am today and the friends and family and my therapist and just everyone that I have in my life. And I'm excited to see where this year takes me. Although I'm nervous, I'm excited. And you should be too because you're going to be okay. I think I've covered everything I wanted to talk about. I'm telling you right now, every time I upload a podcast episode, I always think of something that I could have included and then I like beat myself up about it. (laughs) Maybe that's another goal I should set for myself. But I think I've touched on everything. Set realistic goals for yourself. And if you're not the type of person who doesn't like setting goals, then don't do it. Just because everyone else is doesn't mean you have to. Some Everyone is totally different. Everyone vibes and works differently. So don't like hold yourself to standards. You know, everyone practices self-care differently. Everyone grooves differently. So don't put all that pressure on yourself. I think I've said pressure about like a hundred times in this video and I'm episode. I, I don't know why I said video. And for that, I'm sorry. But <laughs> I think that's all I have to say. And you're going to be okay this year. And I wish you all a blessed year. And I'm excited to be here with you. I'm going to be with you throughout this year and I'm so excited to see how this podcast grows and how my speaking gets clearer and so I can stop stuttering. Anyways, with that being said, relax, take a deep breath, pick up a book and read. I'm just kidding. Not everyone likes to read. Song of Achilles is really good though, so you should really check it out. Anyways, it's not sponsored, but anyways, have a, have a blessed year. You're going to be okay. That was really cheesy. I really need to stop talking. Oh my gosh. I'm at my end's rope. I am chugging a Celsius. I am like so sleep deprived. Okay. I'm going now. Take care of yourself. Bye.